Welcome to episode 23 of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. On this episode, I want to talk about developing the next set of leaders. I mean, these are the people that are going to be the leaders of our teams, they're going to be the leaders of our companies, and it is so critical that we spend the time to develop them as leaders. And then equally importantly, it's very, very critical that we choose the right people to develop. It's an expensive investment, a lot of time, a lot of resource. So we got to choose wisely. So in episode 23, I'll talk through how it's important that as a leader, you need to develop an environment that allows everybody to reach their potential. But at the same time, it does take a lot of time and energy to develop leaders. So we need to focus those resources in the right places. And then lastly, because it is such a big investment, we need to follow through to make sure that we're realizing the benefits of that investment. And so comfort in the workplace. This is a culture framework that is intended to create an environment that allows all of our team members to reach their potential. Now, I know that sounds utopian and it might sound like, like BS, but that's what we need to do as leaders. It is possible. All of the tools, all of the topics that I talk about on, on this podcast, on my social media accounts, the YouTube videos, all of it is geared towards us as leaders creating an environment that allows everyone to reach their potential. Now think about the fundamental tenets of comfort and workplace. Respect team members and demand excellence. And these are two, these are two uh, tenets that seem to be opposing, but they're not. You can do both. You can demand excellence out of respect. So have respect for the, the people on your teams, have respect for your team members, but have respect in such a way that you want to get the best out of them. You want to see them reach their potential. So you're demanding that, that excellence. You're holding them accountable. So it's that respect and the excellence. Those two things fit hand in hand. Now, I want to share a couple of concepts for, from a couple of books that I think drive home this point um, quite, quite a bit. So the first is Leadership is an Art. Now, excellent book. Highly rec- I highly recommend both the books. Leadership is an Art is, is, is an excellent book. And it really talks a lot about how, um, as a leader, you're setting up the right environment and culture. But there's one concept in particular where, where uh, the book talks through understanding the skills and talents of your team that are less obvious. And so we know the roles that our team members play on the team. You know that the value that, they're, that they add to the team. You know the hard skills that are, that are obvious. You know the, um, the technical skills or the skills that are specific to their job or their role. Those, those, those things are obvious. But everybody have, has skills that are less obvious in their, in their specific role. They have skills that um, maybe aren't obvious to the role that you're asking or the, the problem that you're trying to solve. Um, but it's, as a leader, it's important for us to understand the skills and the talents of our team. Because as things are, adjust, are adjusting, as new issues come up, as there are problems that we're trying to solve, we're constantly looking at how do we apply the right, the right resource. If we don't take the time to know our team members, to understand what skills they have, what talents they have, we don't know that we potentially could be missing an opportunity to solve a problem and missing an opportunity to, to allow somebody to grow. Um, so really take the time to look for those hidden talents, look for those hidden, hidden skills. Um, and you might not be able to do that personally, but look, talk to your managers, talk to your leaders, um, understand your, your, your team members. 
The second book is called The Nibble Theory. And in The Nibble Theory, they talk about everybody being a, a, a circle. And, and the idea is that you might have um, a team member that um, maybe has a small role on your team. And let's say they have a small circle in that, in that environment. But everybody has a big circle somewhere. That's the concept. And, and maybe that person is a big circle um, in, in, a volu- in, in something that they volunteer or a hobby that they have. And the idea here is that everybody has that potential to be a big circle. And they're a big circle in certain environments. Maybe it's their family. Um, so as a leader, it's important to not only see them relative to their current environment, relative to their peers, relative to the role that they have in the organization, where they lay in the, the hierarchy. You might think that they're a small circle, but know that somewhere in their life, they are a big circle. And so as a leader, you need to look at that potential that, that even the people that are small circles or are lower down in the organization, they could be leaders. They could, you could you know, develop them. So the combination of from leadership as an art and the nibble theory, the idea that there are hidden talents and skills and the idea that everybody could be um, a big circle. So you take those, you take comfort in the workplace. And the takeaway here is that as a leader, part of your job is to tease out that potential, to look for that potential in, in, in people. Now, I get it. <laughs> we got our own jobs to, to do. There's demands coming from a thousand different um, areas. So not everyone could get 100% of your focus. It's impossible. And not everyone could get 100% of the company's resources. It's, it's impossible. And so for me, well, how, so how do I do this? I look for curiosity. I look for team members that have a willingness to grow and, and to learn. I look for team members that are reaching out to me for help. I look for team members who um, show that interest in themselves, to show that they want to learn, to, to have the ambition. And it can't just be the ambition, right? It has to be both. And, and I know that um, one, one team member in particular, uh, and I, I just appreciated it so much because they would um, come to me and, and at the beginning of the year, we would talk through what their development goals were. And this person would pick one development goal and they would tackle it through the year. And I would watch it happen. Throughout the year, I'd see the incremental progress. They, they just had this tenacity. They just had this, um, this ability to just you know, pick off that one item. And this person worked for me for, for a few years. And so I was able to see this a number of times. And, and it always amazed me. And what I take away from that is that it's about the, the incremental growth. It's not a one and done you know, this person wasn't just, okay, you know, I'm going to go all in this year and, and expect to be um, a huge promotion um, next year. And then, and then the complacency sets in and, and everything else. No, this person was, you know, taking that, that approach of incremental, incremental growth. And, and so that curiosity, that willingness to grow on, a, on an ongoing basis to develop the growth as a skill set is something that I looked for. And I remember uh, uh, talking to a mentor of mine who actually was my manager earlier in my career as well. Um, and, and, and he was complaining. He's like, oh, you know, the, 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 young, the young ones these days, um, you know, they just, they just, they have this entitlement and, you know, all of the stereotypes of millennials. And, and he's complaining about, uh, about that. And, and I asked him because I was, I, was, I was very young when I worked for him. I said, well, what's the difference between, um, between them and me? I said I was I was equally ambitious and and I wanted to um, to to uh, get that next those next steps and I was constantly um, you know pushing you. I remember I'd sit in his office for for one on ones, 
And I'd use up every single minute of every single one-on-one challenging, questioning, um, asking, you know, advice on, on different scenarios, playing out different scenarios. Um, I, man, I used every single, every single minute. And he came back and that's what he said to me. He's like, well, you, he's like, you used to use those one-on-ones. You took every opportunity you could to, um, to, to grow. You were willing to put in the work. Um, and now, I truly believe that um, you throw the stereotypes out. I believe there are plenty of millennials that want to put the work in. Absolutely do. Um, they want, you know, the, the, I absolutely believe it. And I don't like putting stereotypes on generations. I'm not a big, big fan of that. A big fan of that. Um, but, but what I look for is that curiosity, that willingness to put in the work. Um, and and I look for that um, for that incremental that incremental growth. Those are the people that I'm going to spend my time um, with. And, and make sure that I'm, I'm given, given the, right, the right attention. And so now as a company, um, how, do we cho- how do you choose where to focus your company's resources? And so there's leadership development programs. Um, I'm sure everyone's got them, right? Everyone's got uh, talent development, leadership development, you know, fast track, whatever it is. Uh, what, what, I, what I stress here is that you can't take the dodgeball approach. And, you know, the dodgeball approach is, you know, picking teams. Okay, you get one, I get one. You get five, I get five. Um, you know, if that manager gets two, then this manager gets, gets two. Um, I, I can't stand that approach. And, and, you know, I'm not naive. I know politics come into play, and I know you can't fight every single battle. Um, but, but to me, it's so critical that we take an objective view across the organization. And, and one of the things that um, I... I look for here is that when you take the dodgeball approach, you get to, you get to, people start developing, oh, these are my people. Um, you know, this person's with me and this person stays with me. And so you get this favoritism and, and, and you get this, this environment where, which leads to, you know, stagnant where people are remaining with one team or in one role. And is that really a leader? Is that, is that developing a leader? I don't think so. You know, to me, we want um, versatility. We want skills that are transferable. You know, I want to be able to have um, somebody leave another part of the organization, and I want to be able to pull someone that was high, high potential, high development, someone that we've been investing in, and I want to be able to pull them and ask them to step in. And, and so to me, I want to make sure that um, we, we, we don't look at young, up-and-coming leaders, leaders with potential as mine. You know, this person's mine, this person's with me, and I'm going to take care of their career. No, we got we to gotta move things around a little bit. We got to make sure that people are well-rounded. We got to make sure that they're developing versatile skills, transferable skills, because at some point, you get high, enough, uh, high up enough. You're a leader of the organization, not of a particular team. And so you got to take that organization view, and you got to be able to take that organization view. And how are you going to take that view if you're tied to a particular person? Or if you're keeping a particular person tied to you, you're limiting that person's growth. You're limiting their, their potential. So as a leader, you have to be able to let go of the people that you're, you've been developing. And I am proud. I'm so proud when I'm able to develop a leader. And I, get, I gave you um, the, the, the person that, that had that one time a year that I just gave you that, right? The incremental growth. I, I was so proud when I was able to um, place that person in another part of the organization. And don't, don't get me wrong, it was a big hit for me and for the team. Um, but man, it felt so good that they were on their own. They, all that development they were able to do, they were able to use somewhere else. And they really, really were able to, able to shine. And that's happened to me a number of times throughout, throughout my, my career. 
And, and that is a proud moment as a, as a leader. So at the end of the day, we can give an employee our focus. We can give an employee the focus of the organization. So we could spend this time and, this, this attend, and pay attention to this employee. But the employee owns it. The employee's got to take your feedback, your advice, and make it work for them. They got to take the leadership development programs. They got to take the books or the podcasts or whatever else. The employee's got to learn how to take all those pieces to the puzzle, put them together, and create their own picture, their own vision for, for their leadership. So they, they, so they own it. But as a leader, you invest that time. You want to make sure that you get the benefit, right? So how do, you, how do you follow through? How do you follow through to make sure that you're getting that benefit? And so for me, up front, high up for me are meaningful one-on-ones. And this is not a status, right? I don't use my one-on-ones for, for status. So my one-on-ones are structured in a way that we have topics of, or that are of interest to the employee up top. So I want to make sure that they're getting what they need from me. So we get that up, up, up top. What issues are they having that they need my attention on? What are the topics that need, that need my attention? That's up top. Number two is talent, team, culture. So what, what are the talent issues that we're having? What are the culture issues that we're having? Let's make sure that we're focusing on, on, on the talent, the team, and, and the culture. And third is their development. And so for the one-on-ones, I structure them all in those, in those way. And I make sure that on a regular basis, we're having the one-on-ones. So for me, it's, it's every other week. Um, we have one-on-ones, and I make sure that we're looking at the development. And, and I'm letting the employee hold me accountable on things that I said that I was going to do, and I'm holding them accountable on their, on their development. So that is absolutely critical. So for me, the YMWD plays a huge role in this. So laying out those goals, laying out those priorities, making sure that we're looking at, okay, for the month ahead, what are we going to work on for your development? What are you going to work on for your development? And then on a daily basis, a weekly basis, making sure that they're following, they're following through on it. So I spend a lot of time on the M um, from the YMWD in the one-on-ones, making sure that we're looking ahead, making sure that we're, we're all aligned on, on what the, um, the, the next month's going to look like. And then the other piece that is, is important for me is the feedback journal. And so for me, I, I, I overlook sometimes. So if, 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 if there's a development objective, let's say it's um, executive presence or communication, and I see them in a meeting and they do a really great job and they're, they're, they're crisp and they're to the point and they're taking a, a um, broad enough view or they're putting themselves in the shoes of, of, the, of the audience, um, I make sure that I note that in a feedback journal and I bring it back and, and I make sure that during the one-on-one that I'm saying, Hey, look, this is what I saw and you did a really good job at this, or you can, you can tweak this a little bit. So I make sure that that feedback's there. So the YMWD and the feedback journal to me go hand in hand with having a meaningful one-on-one. So now if, if you spend time sending them to a leadership development or sending them to a conference or getting um, a, a coach. To me, it is absolutely critical that it's not a, a black box. So you're not just dropping them in the conference or dropping them in the leadership development program, 
wiping your hands of it and saying, I did my job. No, no, no. We got to make sure that there's a feedback. We got to make sure that we're talking to the, to the coach and getting feedback um, and, and making sure that we're being realistic about how, it, how it's working, what's working, what's not working. If they're doing a development program or going to a conference, um, I make sure that they come back and they do a presentation to um, either the full team or to other leaders on what some of the key takeaways were. What were some of the key points? And they're not going to go into all of the detail, um, but this, is allow, this allows two things. Number one, make sure that the person's actually going and getting something out of the, these programs. Um, it's bringing, them, bringing that something back to the team, but it's also celebrating it. I think that it's so important that we recognize our next set of leaders. Um, I think it is so important that we choose wisely. Um, and I think it's important that we, we celebrate it. And I think it's important for the rest of the team to recognize that these are the future leaders. Um, and, and I think that um, allows their growth even more and, and it, puts them, it puts them in an important spot. We gotta be careful not to, not to then um, say that um, others don't have the potential, right? We want everybody to reach their potential. Let's remember that, let's get back to the comfort in the workplace. Um, but I do think it's important that we recognize those leaders that have the high potential, those leaders are the future leaders, because that's going to set them up for success when they are, they are actually are the future leaders of the, of, the comp- of, the, of the company. And let's remember, these future leaders are going to develop the next set of future leaders. So it is so critical that we get, that we get, this, get this right. So I hope that all of this helps as you're starting to think about developing your own leaders and how to choose where to spend your time and how to make sure that you're actually getting the benefit out of it. So please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.